Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight Oh, the ramparts we watched we're so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled Banner yet wave Oh, the land of the free 
Omar and Cheyenne. Camel Country 107.9. Well, here we go. That was Keith Urban with the National Anthem this morning. Uh, kind of a calmer morning this morning than it was yesterday with those hurricane force winds that we were experiencing here in the valley. Those were terrible. Horrible. But uh, 60 today. Wind will return tonight. Nothing like what we had yesterday, though. Okay, good. 66 tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. Looking like more wind and rain on the way Saturday night into Sunday. Gross. All right? Yeah, it's like, Mother Nature! <laughs> we're supposed to be the envy of the country. I know. What is happening? Like, spring uh, spring training starts tomorrow, and this is not weather that I'm willing to go sit in to watch a game. I'm sorry. Washington, D.C., Ohio, other East Coast states are warmer than us today. They're up in the 80s. Oh, we are supposed to be the envy of the country. But, I mean, you look at the Midwest and Pacific Coast, and like Pacific Coast, even all the way down to L.A., they got a lot of, they got some snow. Yeah, they Some did. of the higher hills yesterday. And, uh, yes, Seattle's got uh, below freezing and some snow today. I mean, so it could be worse. It could definitely be worse than what we've got today. Yes. So. We're just being babies about it. Absolutely babies. <laughs> We're spoiled here in the Valley. Yeah, we, really we are. are. Uh, all right, here you go. Here is your morning riddle. They can be harbored, but few hold water. You can nurse them, but only by holding them against someone else. You can carry them, but not in your arms. You could bury them, but not in the earth. What am I talking about here? What is it? I have a guess. Okay. They can be harbored, but few hold water. You can nurse them, but only by holding them against someone else. You can carry them, but not with your arms. You can bury them, but not in the earth. Okay. I still have the same guess. It's a one word I'm looking for, and it's plural. Well, well that's good. Too. Okay. That's good because my, my my guess fills those in. Yes. All right, perfect. <laughs> All right, box. <laughs> don't 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 get scared away from that guess. Right. Okay. It's usually your initial instinct that with these riddles, right? Right. If you think if you think you know, you can text us a two two one away. We'll get you the correct answer coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne and the morning riddle today. We've got a variety of uh, guesses coming in on text at two two one zero eight. Okay. There are some correct guesses coming in. But uh, pay attention. It is kind of a uh, lengthy riddle today. If I can find it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I set it aside because I printed out all the text that came in. There's a lot of text I wanted to print out and uh, make sure I got some of the uh, uh, incorrect guesses because there's a lot of get- good guesses coming in. Okay. Uh, the riddle. They can be harbored, but few hold the water. You can nurse them, but only by holding them against someone else. You can carry them, but not in your arms. You could bury them, but not in the earth. What am I talking about? They could be harbored, but if you hold water, you can nurse them, but only by holding them against someone else. You can carry them, but not in your arms. You could bury them, but not in the earth. What is it? Here's some of the incorrect guesses coming in on text at 22108. Text at the 623, feelings, incorrect. Text at the 970, emotions, incorrect. Text at the 480, muscles. Incorrect. <laughs> Text of the 480, a kangaroo. No. Okay. Text from the 480, tatas. No. <laughs> they can be harbored, but if you hold water, you can nurse them, but only by holding them against someone else. I mean, that makes sense. You can carry them, but not in your arm. You can bury them, but not in the earth. 
Okay. It makes sense. I get it. You win just for creativity. That is pretty good. Uh, but incorrect. Text of the 602, secrets, no. Text of the 605, regrets, no. All right, Cheyenne, what's your guess? Well, you knocked out my two guesses in the first two incorrect guesses, so... Which were, uh, Feelings and or emotions. Feelings and emotions, no. So, now, so what is it? They can be harbored, but few hold water. You can nurse them, but only by holding them against someone else. I can't stop thinking about talking about that. I know. Uh, you can carry them, but not with your arms. You can bury them, but not on the earth. They are grudges. Grudges. Oh, can't you kind of... Ha- Doesn't that kind of fit in with emotions and yeah, feelings? If you squint real hard in a dark room, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Morning Riddle, we do it every weekday morning at 6 here on Camel Country. From the learning note. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we've heard it before. We tell our kids this, and we should take note of it ourselves. you got to be careful what you post on social media. Uh, there's a dude in Tempe <laughs> who uh, posted a video to social media. He had $50,000 in cash laid out on the kitchen table. Oh, my gosh. Fancy cars in the driveway, stuff like that. Post uh-huh. that to social media. Some dude saw the video and tracked the guy's house down. Uh, the guy, uh, the, this criminal, uh, broke into the house, got away with $300. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, I know. He's probably looking for like, where's the 50 grand? I want the 50 grand. I saw the video. You know, so he gets $300 and leaves. So then the homeowner, uh, the guy who posted the video, puts up cameras, you know, around the house just to prevent something like this from happening again. Right. Well, the same criminal, same dude that got away with the $300 showed back up. He came back? He came back. And uh, that's when he got caught and arrested. Wow. He got home with like $300. He's like, I risked my freedom for $300. I know he's got 50 k I know he does. So then he goes back and starts looking for it again. Dumb. Idiot. How, question, uh, this is going to be bad grammar, but how much more dumb can criminals get? How much more dumb? Yeah, I know it's bad grammar, but like. Well, there's smart ones out there. They're the ones that don't get caught. Yeah. Right? It's the dumb ones that get caught. How many times do we say that? And they're getting dumber by the day, I'm pretty sure. But regardless of this criminal's idiocy, uh, us as individuals, people on social media, you got to be careful what you post post about on social media. I mean, are you careful when it comes to what you post on social media? Um, I try to be aware of what I'm posting. Um, Like if I'm posting a picture of like my kids at school, I would make sure that you can't see what school it is. Um, I don't post like who their teacher is or their grade or stuff like that. So I do try to be very mindful about what you can see. There's one thing though, that I think we both could get better at. Huh. And it's posting va- uh, pictures from vacation. Yes. Right? Yeah. When we're in Hawaii, like when we were doing that Disney thing, right? Uh-huh. When we did the show from Hawaii and gave away a trip um, uh, to somebody here in the Valley. <laughs> we're posting from Hawaii. <laughs> That's true. You we know, are I bad mean, about that. Granted, you know, my mom was here watching the kids at my house. There was somebody at my house, right? Yeah. But still, like if you're at Disney, if you're uh, across the country, if you're across the world, and you're posted on social media, like, look at me. Yeah, in real time. In real time. You're just telling people, hey, I'm not home. Go rob my house. <laughs> that's pretty much what you're telling so them. So welcome, Matt. Maybe, Here you yeah, go. Maybe not blatantly in the caption, you're not telling them that, but that's kind of what you're telling them. Yeah. You know, but I mean, has this ever happened to you? Like you posted something on social media and then something kind of happened after that, you know, be it that somebody did rob your house or your car. Or- That'd be terrible. I don't know. I mean, what, it, it's it's a dangerous thing, yeah. right? I mean, it's rare.
but it does happen. I mean, this dude in Tempe posted a, a shot of $50,000 in cash on his kitchen table. Little, I mean, I don't know how the dude even tracked him down, but maybe maybe there was a video early on that showed his address from the front of the house. Yeah, you got to be careful about stuff like that because it's easy to track people down that way. And it could have been a video or a photo you posted like years ago. Yeah. And then you got this guy that saw the 50 grand deep diving. There's got to be a hint. Got to be a hint. Where's his house? <laughs> and he guy, found it. That guy was desperate. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, especially going back after only getting away with $300. Yeah. He's like, I got to get more. <laughs> got to get more. But uh, has this ever happened to you with uh, social media? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we always need to be careful what we post uh, about on social media. You know, what's in the background, where we are. Uh, there's a guy in Tempe that uh, posted a photo, a reel, a video of uh, $50,000 in cash out on his kitchen table. He's also posted photos of fancy cars and stuff like that outside his house. And somebody who has seen these videos, seen these photos, tracked down that house and went and robbed him. For $300. That's all he got away with. <laughs> you know, maybe they had the 50 grand in a safe somewhere. Yeah. But that's all this dude got away with was $300. So he went home and came back for more money. You know, he probably went back and watched that video. He's, he's like, oh, I know it's in there. <laughs> I know there's got to be 50 grand in that house. And he just cannot keep himself from going back to that house. And it's always the dumb criminals that get caught because the dumb one went back and he got caught. He got arrested. What an idiot. I yeah. can't. But it, it it all started because this guy posted money and cars to social media. Yeah. This guy in Tempe. You know, so you got to be careful what you post on social media. If you're on vacation, don't post in the moment when you're on vacation. You're just telling people, hey, nobody's at my house. Go rob it. Yeah, just hang on to it. Like, hang on to the picture. And I I fully, fully understand how cool it is to be able to, like, share that kind of stuff on your story. Because you and I, Gunner, we do it all the time. But it is dangerous. Um. So, has this ever happened to you? Have you posted something to social media and then kind of came back to something happened, right? And maybe it's coincidental. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not. Maybe somebody saw the photo and it was an open invite to go take what's in your driveway or take what's in your backyard or break into your house or something. Right. Uh, text are coming in at 2218. Text to the 480. A few years ago, I went to Disneyland with some friends. I uh, came home to find my apartment had been broken into. Oh. It was a horrible way to end my vacation. Yeah, I bet. That would suck. Text at the 602. I only post pictures after my vacation, not during my vacation. Mm -hmm. Smart way to do it. Yeah. Just hang on to them. Um, text to the 480. When people post photos of their new home, but block out only the home numbers, it is still so easy to look up the home address if you know what city they bought the home in. Is that in reference to you, Cheyenne? Uh, I hope not because there's nothing. So I did post pictures of my new house because I closed on a house yesterday. Um, but I made sure to crop it to where there's no background. There's no street signs. You can't even see the neighbor's house in the pictures of my, well, house, it looks in like, my house. You can uh, imagine what the neighbor's house looks like. It's one of those track Yeah, but you can't right? see like there's nothing that gives away what city it's in or anything like that. I uh, texted the 623, went to my grandmother's funeral, and a close friend that I knew broke into my parents' house. So, so sad. Ah, uh, that's just yucky. Yeah. Texted the 480, I never post at the moment. I always wait until I get back from vacation to post the photos with the caption. We had such a great time at, and then post the photos. With oh, that's it. smart. Because a smart criminal would read the caption. Yeah. Is there a way 
to look at the um, like like iPhone. When you take a photo, it takes a GPS setting of where the picture is. Uh-huh. Does that GPS setting go onto the social media platforms I, as well? I think there is a way to do that. It, but you have to like un. Check it in your settings. No, no, like when you post it. So, like you posted a photo of your um, house, right? Did you uncheck in your settings? I did a long. Settings? I took it out of my settings a long time ago. So none of the photos that you take, like in this building, like if we were to take a selfie right now on your phone, it would not have marked it as uh, the station address on Instagram. Yeah. No, but on your phone it would. On my phone it does, but so it you doesn't have to go into poorly. Instagram? Yeah, Instagram has like a location like setting. That you have to uncheck or okay. check. Okay, but that, that's like where it shows underneath your username, though, right? Like where, like if it says your username on social media, mm-hmm. and then you could put um, like uh, State Farm Stadium that's, if you took it. Right? That's only if you put the location if you tag the location, right? But that would do it, yeah. So that's something different you're talking about. Yes. Then you got to go in the back end of Instagram and uncheck something. Mm-hmm. So that's. But how would you even look at the location on that photo? Uh, I don't know how it works. I haven't, I, I have no idea. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I could be wrong, but I like, <laughs> I could be, I mean, cause it happens a lot, but there, I remember an article coming out that said like, this is an option and so you, you went need to uncheck it. it. Yeah. So you, you went in based on that article to the back end of your Instagram and unchecked something. Yeah, a while so that, ago, a okay. long time ago. Right. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. I'm wondering like, can you find somebody's location? Cause I mean, I post photos from my house all the time, but I right. haven't done any of that. You know, so I mean, if somebody comes across my photo on social media and they can look at the GPS picture location of that based on Facebook or Instagram. I mean, weirder things happen. All right. I hope you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never heard that. But, uh, if you know anything about this, you can text us at 22108 or if you have a story to share with us, we'd love to hear it. Here's- Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, some guy in uh, Tempe uh, posted a video to TikTok of $50,000 in cash laid out on his kitchen table. Also videos of fancy cars in his driveway and on his street and stuff like that. Well, uh, he posted that to TikTok through that video. Somebody found out where he lived, showed up at his house, robbed the place. Uh, The robber got away with $300 and then... Probably went home and rewatched the video and then went back looking for the rest of the money. Just stewed on the fact that he didn't get the $50,000. I risked my freedom for $300. No way am I going to allow that to happen. So he went back and uh, unbeknownst to him, the homeowner had put up some security cameras uh, between the, the first robbery and the second robbery. And that's how they ultimately got him and arrested him and all that. So he's sitting in jail right now. But we're on this whole conversation about being careful about what you post to social media. Don't post photos of you on vacation while you're on vacation. Because people see that. They know that you're not home. Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you're in another country. I mean, if you're on the beaches of Sydney, Australia, I mean, that's like 20 hours away. Yeah, you're nowhere (laughs) close to home. (laughs) Even if you got the notification that somebody was breaking into your home it's gonna take a little bit for you to get home yeah which could call the authorities but still i mean you could but it's the other time of day so like if it happened in like broad daylight here you're sleeping you're not gonna know that's very true (laughs) so uh, be careful about what you post on social media and people are sharing stories uh texts are coming in at 22108 
Uh, text from the 602. It was a previous repo guy. I was trained to skip trace people to find them through social media, county websites, etc. 90% of the time I could find them and where they work, mostly by what they post on their social media. Oh, interesting. Um, Let's see. Text of the 623. There's a website that you can drop a photo into, and it'll show you all the codes that are associated with the picture, including GPS coordinates most of the time. There are even apps for the phone that you can do that. Now, one of these websites, somebody sent a link. You checked it out. Uh, you posted the photo of your house that you posted to social media. Yeah. I downloaded it to my computer from Facebook, so it's not from my phone, and it's not geotagged. Like, there's no location. So, Facebook, uh, rid. Social media, yeah. I mean, it's smart. It's a, it's a privacy thing, right? Right. So, anybody that posts a photo to social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, or whatever, should remove the geo coordinates because that's some that's some dangerous stuff right there. Yeah, and according to this website, it did. Like, there was no latitude or longitude available for that photo. Uh, text the 480. You can search uh, a name on the Maricopa County Assessor's website. It'll give you the exact address of your residence. It's public access in Arizona. Uh, we'll even tell, uh, it'll tell everybody exactly what you paid for your house. Oh. So, That's Cheyenne. terrifying for yeah, everybody. Right. Unless you got a decoy name. <laughs> Cheyenne Must yeah, be all right, Cheyenne. nice. Yeah. <laughs> but what's my legal last name? Uh, Riddle me that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, texted the 480 a few years ago. I went to Disneyland with friends. It came out. Oh, I already read that one. There's just a Moral lot of, of that story. Her yeah. apartment was broken well, into. I, well, that was <laughs> away. Yeah, her, her apartment was broken into while she was at Disneyland. I uh, texted the 732. During, uh, we did took a trip to the north rim of the Grand Canyon with a group of buddies uh, from f- a few different states. It was during the COVID shutdown. And at some points through the trip, uh, they were closed due to government shutdowns. Uh, the first day we went out to a point that was closed, but no clear marking. Someone posted a picture on social media and tagged others. The governing body for this specific point went through social media and found everyone's license plates and sent hefty fines six months later. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. And if it's not social media, I, man, see, this is dangerous. Listen to this one. Text okay. the 480. I don't know about the picture information, but thieves suck. My dad lives at a retirement community, and last month, one of the residents had a heart attack, was taken to the hospital, and his wife followed in their car. When they got home hours later, her house had been broken into while she was gone. It sucks that criminals lurk around and follow ambulances around to steal from people. Oh, my gosh. That is not okay. Text of the 602 on Zillow, you can look up recently sold. You can find images of the home, and regardless of whether you posted things in your social media, they can find it all. So the photo of your house mm-hmm. that you posted, somebody going to Zillow and see recently sold and get the exact address. Uh, well, the good news is, is my house was never listed, so. It was never listed. It was never well, there listed. You go. You're good to go, <laughs> Cheyenne. <laughs> Cheyenne's like, neener, neener, but somebody, somebody's going to find you, Cheyenne. Somebody will. I mean, probably. That's just my luck. The challenge is out there. If you can find her exact address, you win. I don't know what you win, but we're just a safety uh, experiment right now, I guess. That's, what, that's what you win. That's exactly what you win. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, I think last year we were talking about, you know, with all the events uh, coming back. I think we said that I, I think we're officially pre-COVID again, you know, yeah. when it comes to going to events and being in person. But I think not, 2023 is the year we are back to pre-COVID. The amount of concerts that are going to be happening here this year are insane. 
Because you got Taylor Swift in like 30 days at State Farm Stadium. That's in 30 days already? Something like that. Two uh, two shows back to back, all sold out at State Farm Stadium. You got George Strait at State Farm Stadium. You got Shania at uh, the former auction pavilion. You got uh, Country Thunder, which, I mean, that happened last year, obviously. Right. But, I mean, that's coming. Uh, that's just around the corner coming up in April. Uh, you got Lauren Elena coming to town with Pentatonix. I saw that. That's going to be at the former Octon Pavilion on uh, September 9th. You love Pentatonix, though. I, I think it's pretty cool how they can do songs with just their voices yeah. like that. You know, and kind of be able to... Especially the dude on the boom, 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 boom. You know, the uh, the, the bass voice. You know, that I'm wasn't impressed. terrible. I'm impressed with yeah. that, you know? So, but Lauren Elena opening for Pentatonics on September 9th. Uh, Jody Messina striking while the iron's hot on that Cole Swindell song. Uh, Heads Carolina. Uh, it's Heads Carolina, right? Yes, yep. Yeah, so she's hitting the road. Uh, is an ode to her 1996 hit. The tour is called Heads Carolina Tales California Tour. Of course it is. Kicked off in North Carolina, of course. Of course. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> be right here in Phoenix on November 10th. Okay. She's releasing a Greatest Hits album next month. So, again, striking while the iron's hot. I can't her. blame her. I can't no, blame her. Can't. No. You've been sitting around doing nothing for a while, and then Cole Swindell releases this song, and you're like, we got to go. Bandwagon. Jump right on it. And uh, there is a concert tomorrow out at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. It is Low Cash. I love these guys. They're amazing. The boys of Low Cash, they'll be there. We'll be talking to them on air tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are still tickets available. So if you want to go see Low Cash, you want to go see a show, I think tickets are as low as 29 bucks, something like that. Not too bad. That's not too bad at all. Take a little night out, a little date night with Low Cash at Gila Wild Horse Pass tomorrow. Details play at Gila.com. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, first it was the Coyotes moving out of Glendale, looking for a new stadium out there in Tempe. Now, could the D-backs be moving out of downtown? Well, it's not out of the conversation. Article out at uh, 12 News uh, saying that uh, the D-backs could be looking for a new home. They recently sat down with the owner, Ken Kendrick, and CEO, Derek Hall, and uh, kind of had this conversation. I guess it's been a thing that's been annually, you know. I mean, they've always talked about how Chase Field needs a major upgrade. Yes. So uh, will they move, be moving? Will they be sticking around? They're going to try and figure it, that out this year. Uh, they say Chase, Chase Field needs uh, near a half billion dollars in upgrades. Billion with a B? B. That's billion. a lot yeah, of upgrades. Yeah, 500 million. It's half a billion, right? Nearly Still. half a billion. Uh, the team is willing to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to either renovate Chase Field or put into the cost of a new ballpark somewhere in Maricopa County. Uh, the lease with uh, the city downtown and Chase Field is up in 2027, but they hope to have the decision by this summer. So in a matter of months here. Okay. I mean, that uh, gives enough time to make other decisions. Chase Field is the fourth oldest ballpark in the na- National League. Uh, there's a lot of some of the upgrades that need to be done like the roof the roof can open and close but only if fans are not present so that's so I guess it's too dangerous (laughs) to close the roof when people are there but like up there in Seattle where they get a lot of rain they have the the roof as well right at uh, T-Mobile Park up there Um, and yeah I've been to games before you know prior to moving down here to where you'll be sitting there watching the game then some dark clouds start moving in and then the roof closes while yeah. you're in there. Yeah. But apparently they can't do that at Chase Field. So if the roof is open and a storm moves in and you're watching a game, they're going to have a rain out. You imagine if a monsoon just rolls in in the middle of the floor. Well, I mean, it's obviously a decision that they got to make 
prior, prior to game time. Yeah. Right? And who knows how long it takes to close that roof. I don't know, but the fact that's, that's, kinda, that's sketchy. I didn't know that. That's kind of funny, though. <laughs> uh, attendance is a problem for a team that has a one has one playoff appearance in 11 years. Ooh. Okay, so they, and they have regularly ranked near the bottom of the National League since 2005. So there's attendance, uh-huh. right? And, and, and with that, the stadium is too big. They say outside of opening day or the Dodgers being in town or a massive concert, i.e., Morgan Wallen coming later on this year. Yeah. Or a rare playoff appearance, they can't fill Chase Field field. I mean, that makes sense. I've been to regular games where not a lot of people go. I mean, just the feel in there is kind of like warehousey, right? Yes. I, it, it really kind of you know. There's nothing know. ballparky about Chase Field. No. I don't think. You just add a Y to the end of something. You can just join the conversation here. Ballparky, yeah. warehousey. Exactly. Spooky. I don't know. Is it you know, spooky? it is a little. I mean, when there's nobody in there, it's a, it's, it is a little cold. Uh, Derek Call uh, with the D-back says, when you see new ballparks, it's office spaces, it's hotels, it's restaurants. Uh, and it's something that could benefit whether you're downtown or elsewhere. So we'll see what happens. They kind of point out um, the new uh, Suns uh, Footprint Center, uh-huh. how it how they shined up America West Arena. It didn't even look or feel like the same old arena. Or maybe they'll pull a Coyotes. You know, they'll go homeless. They'll play their games at Salt River Field while a new stadium is being built. Oh. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I, the Suns are downtown. D-backs are downtown for now. I don't understand why they put things like in the heart of downtown. Traffic sucks. Parking sucks. Especially right now because there is still so much construction and road work going on. Getting in and out of a game, whether it's basketball or baseball, it's atrocious. It's yeah. so bad. I mean, they do the best they can. You know, Phoenix PD out there closing roads yeah. and sending people like one direction down that way. And people coming out that side go one direction down that way. They do the best they can. But I mean, I like it up. I mean, as far I hate how far Glendale is from me. I mean, that's my own personal preference. I'm in East Mesa. Uh-huh. Glendale's way the other side of town, right? But at least with the parking lot situation, there's so much massive land around the stadium. Yeah. Right? It's definitely so, spread out that way. And I know, you know, people downtown that live in the condos must be so nice just to walk to the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? The rest of us can't do that. I know. We got to deal with traffic on the 10 and on the on the downtown streets. Yeah. But, I mean, where would it go? I mean, it, it, when we were talking about with the Coyotes, we're like, Tempe, Tempe. Tempe, and it actually worked out. So it seems like we got some good luck or something going on with what we say. So where should the where should the D backs end up? Should they stay downtown or should they go elsewhere? Where could they go? Tempe still got a lot of room out there. That's true, they do, <laughs> and it is pretty central. Where would you have them go? I don't know. Glendale's probably like out here in Glendale, and then we're out on the east side. Out here on the east side, let's go. Let's look at it as not where you're located, but like where in the valley yeah. makes the All most right. sense. Text us at 22108. Just kind of want to gauge what's going on. Do you like them downtown? Do you prefer them on the west side? I mean, there's a lot of room out there. A Buckeye, you know, uh, east side. Where, where would you like to see the D-backs? And uh, we'll kind of gauge your uh, interest and uh, we'll, we'll see where the texts go. Following Cheyenne's dad joke, which is coming up next at 750. I never get lonely. I got these goals to keep me company. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. This hour, we're talking about the D-backs and the, uh, you know, it's it's kind of something that's been talked about annually. Do they move? Do they renovate Ch- Chase Field? Uh, sounds like there's going to be some action 
on uh, this conversation. Kevin, up, uh, they're going to try and make a decision by the summertime. Do they renovate Chase Field? Needs like five hundred million dollars in renovations, or do they put that money towards a new stadium somewhere in Maricopa County? I vote new stadium. Somewhere where traffic's a little bit easier. Yeah. Right? You know, I had thrown out Buckeye. There's a lot of town, a lot of land out there. And I think they put like a new cricket stadium out there, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Or they are one or the other. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tech saying, no, no, Buckeye. Traffic's bad enough out here on the 10. That is very true, though. Traffic is terrible that way. Uh, a lot of people are saying Gilbert, Queen Creek. I know you asked the question on social media. Yeah, I did. Um, so Michael said Tempe. Lindsay said Scottsdale. Uh, Asia said Phoenix. <laughs> Bree said, nowhere, win some World Series first, win a World yeah. Series first, and then we'll talk. <laughs> and then Ben said, just remodel it. Yeah, text to the 480. They need to put a winning team on the field first before they decide <laughs> to move anywhere. <laughs> and there is a lot of text coming in saying, you know, leave it where it's at. Uh, text to the 602, I was born in Arizona and I'm from here. They need to keep my baseball stadium right exactly where I know it's at. You know, there's nostalgic behind it. You know, I mean, Randy Johnson, back in the day when uh, the D-backs won the World Series, it was right there and uh, it was called something else at the time, but it was right there. But, I mean, if they're going to renovate it, the D-backs got to go somewhere in the interim, right? They'll probably just play at Salt River Fields or something. Yeah, right? probably. While they renovate Chase Field, which I, I the nostalgic behind it, I could, I could see them doing that. But why can't they get the architecture on that stadium to not make it seem so warehousey? Right. If you go to Wrigley Field up in Chicago, you go to uh, Yankee Stadium up in uh, New York, Mm -hmm. there's just this really great ballpark feel about those stadiums. Yeah. And you don't get that at Chase Field, especially when the roof is closed. And I get like the, the weather here, the heat here, like you have to have the roof for it to be safe. But there's also there's got to be a way to make it feel like a ballpark and not like you're at an Amazon distrib- like distribution, distribution center. Warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, you shouldn't feel like that. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure they could. I mean, I remember, um, was it 2021, like, as things were starting to come back around, we went and shot a video at Chase Field, and we went out in that pool in the outfield, <laughs> yeah. which is just kind of weird. But, I mean, it was just kind of a weird feel uh-huh. being in that giant structure. It's massive. That little pool in the, in the outfield. I mean, it's unique. It's kind of cool, I guess. But I mean, like when they redo Chase Field, which I, like I said, I think that's probably what they'll do. Get like do something where the walls come down and the roof opens to where you can see this Phoenix skyline, where you can see the mountains off in the distance or something. I agree, one hundred percent. Because they have those walls that open, you know, that have the advertisers on mm-hmm. them in the outfield. Those open and the roof open. But I mean, there's just. There's no feel. There's no scenery along the outside of it. Yeah, there's no there's no Phoenix. There's no Arizona in that stadium. So if they could figure that out, stay in downtown. Yeah, we can deal with the traffic. Yeah. Okay? We'll stop complaining about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 7th Avenue, I mean, we'll be sitting in that traffic for a little bit, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it'll be worth it to get to that new ballpark. Yes. Where you can see Phoenix or something in the background, you know. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. We appreciate you so much for having us on, Camel Nation. Love you for that. It's Gettering Cheyenne. Um, I don't think there's anybody that enjoys flying on an airplane for any lengthy period of time. I mean, you enjoy the destination, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, who's raising their hand and being like, I like to spend the majority of two days in a paper towel tube. <laughs> I mean, I've never had to fly that far. <laughs> I know. But I mean, anything over two hours is too much for me. I hate it. Uh, that's why I'm, the flight out of Mesa over to Vegas 
And it, say, it says like an hour 15. It's like 40 minutes. Yeah. That's my favorite flight. You get one beverage in your system. You get off the plane at the uh, the Vegas airport and all the money in your pocket. You're like, yeah. it's a little different coming home. But and you're like, Sitting at the terminal, looking at the slot machines that are sitting there at the airport. That just did like, you dirty all weekend. Not those ones. It was the ones at the casino, right? And then you get to the airport, you want to play a little more while you're killing time. You're like, I lost all my money. I can't even do that. But I mean, that's my favorite flight, right? Uh-huh. 40 minutes. There is, I was reading this article about this flight, 16 hour flight from New Zealand to New York. They get halfway through the flight, like eight hours. So 16 hours, halfway through eight hours. So they're over the U.S. somewhere. The captains get word that there was a fire in Terminal 1 at New York's JFK Airport, which I guess is the terminal they were supposed to land at. Uh-huh. So the captains made the decision to turn back around. So they flew another eight hours back to New Zealand. So the passengers flew 16 hours only to return where they started. What? It's a lot of time on a plane. Cheyenne, I mean, you're yeah. very confused. Why? Well, I'm confused. Like, why would they turn around? That doesn't make any sense okay, to me. Okay, let's say that Air New Zealand is was over, I'd assume somewhere over the U.S., right? How long does it take for you from L.A. to uh, New York? I like have six hours. Okay, no let's, say, let's say they're over L.A., Okay, right? And there's still eight hours left to go to New York. And you know that you can't land at that particular terminal. So your question would be, why don't you land in L.A.? or why? Well, why would, would you land literally anywhere else? Like, why would you turn around and backtrack? Like, for me, I feel like eight hours is enough time for people on the ground to, like, remedy the situation and have a plan. Uh, apparently, they did not come to that conclusion, Cheyenne. <laughs> According to the airline, they had no choice but to turn around. Uh... If, the, if the plane landed at any other airport, this is coming from the airline, if the plane landed at any other airport, it would be stuck on the ground for several days and affect other scheduled flights. I, don't, <laughs> I think I'm going to Why, why can't they? I know. So it's coming from Air New Zealand and New York. So you uh-huh. got to go to an international terminal, which I'm assuming Terminal 1 at JFK is international. Yeah. So they would not be able to go there and get their passengers through customs. But I mean, like a stone's throw away almost is Newark Airport in New Jersey. Right. But maybe New Zealand doesn't fly out of New Jersey, so there's no gate or no employees to handle that aircraft. Which, like, I get, but, I mean, I've never worked on an airline or at an airport, but I feel like if there was an emergency or something happened, other airlines could probably help. Step in to help. But, I mean, Air New Zealand's not a popular, it's not like a big airline here in the States, right? right? It's obviously coming from... New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like Alaska Air or Southwest where they got tons of, like, hubs and stuff like that. Yeah, but, like, why but, should it ma- an airport is an airport? I understand that. But my conspiracy theory mind goes straight to the captain, right? Of course. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he never wanted to go to New York anyway. He's like, dude, I could turn this thing around and be in my bed tonight. <laughs> so rather than deal with the hubbub of going to another airport and hoping another airline helps you out... He's like, you know what? You're right. That's exactly what happened. You turn. I'm going home. Yeah, he's sleeping (laughs) in his own bed tonight while those other passengers were in the air for 16 hours. Back where they started, do you wait at the airport and attempt to get on another flight to try and go 16 hours? Or do you just wave the white flag and be like, okay, I tried. I'm going to just cancel this vacation. I think it would depend on what, what you were going for. Like, if it was something that you absolutely had to be at, then yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, well... I mean, from New Zealand to New York. I mean, it's a tourist city. Yeah, right? but you never know. Like, what was the reason for going? 
How long until the next flight? Whatever the re- you know me with my flying. Yeah. Whatever the reason, I ain't going. I know. Uh, I'm taking that as a hint. Yeah. <laughs> You're like two hours. I ain't going. Not right. doing it. <laughs> hey, uh, we got missed connections coming up next at eight twenty-five here on Campbell. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's time for Misconnections. We do it every Thursday at about this time. Misconnections are just that, Misconnections. You're out in public. You cross paths with somebody. Maybe you exchange a smile, and then you go about your day, but you can't stop thinking about that person. You kick yourself for not asking for their phone number. So you log on to Craigslist Misconnections and share the story in hopes that the other person does the same and you reconnect. So these are actual postings on the Phoenix Craigslist Misconnections site. And then we read them. And hopefully, we connect you to your misconnection. We're still waiting on a wedding invite. You know, it hasn't happened yet. But uh, here we go. Uh, February 20th, Chelsea's Kitchen in Arcadia. You had a black hat with your black dress. Your friend had black on as well, but it was you who had my eye. (laughs) Not sure if you caught me peeking over at you from across (laughs) the bar because you two were in conversation. I remember our history. Do you remember my name? That spiral. That, that, ah. that, that turned quick. Yeah, wow. So not sure if you caught me peeking over at you from across the bar. You two were in conversation. I remember our history. Do you remember my name? Is how it ends. Oh. Got a little history together there, huh? This That's interesting. And I need more detail. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. Because I don't know the history, but I want to. Yeah, we, well, yeah, we kind of got sucked <laughs> right on in there. I am invested. Uh, here's another post. Saturday, February 12th, we met at the Sports Illustrated party. Ooh. We sang a few songs and stood by each other. You tried to give me your phone number. I hope you see this, but I know it's a long shot. That's it. Wait, how did she try and then it, or they tried and it didn't happen? Maybe, maybe this person was with their significant other. Like, the person who wrote this was with their significant other. And then the, the person he's posted about tried to give the phone number. He's like, no, no, I can't take that. Wink, wink, wink. Apparently, she didn't say the wink. Maybe. Well, okay, what's your speculation as to how she tried to give him her phone number but he didn't end up with it. Uh, the, a friend intervened. That's mm. what I think. Maybe a friend knew that they had both had a little bit too much to drink and a friend intervened. Oh, really? Yeah. One of those. That, one of those friends. One they got, of a, those. They got a title for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they just, you know, blocked the situation. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a few more coming up. One of them does have a headline named Cheyenne, though. Stop it. Same spelling as your name, too, Nuh-uh. Cheyenne. Let's see if this is a misconnection for you. We'll get to this one coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. All right, got a couple more misconnections for you this morning. One of them does have a title of Cheyenne. Spelled the exact same way that Cheyenne's name is spelled. So we'll get to that here in just a moment. But misconnections, basically people kicking themselves for not getting a phone number while out in public. So they log on to Craigslist misconnections in hopes that the other person does the same thing and reconnect. I can't wait to get to the Cheyenne one. I know Cheyenne's just got it. You're super nervous, aren't you? I have no idea what this could possibly be. Well, I mean, it's crossing paths with somebody, right? You say, hi, you're a nice person. That's true. You know, maybe you said Cheyenne. You know, and then uh, this person's like, gosh, man. I doubt it's even me. Cheyenne has become a popular name. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> um, all right. Here's one. Uh, Thompson Peak Emergency Room Nurse in North Scottsdale. That is specific. Thursday afternoon, I was helping my mom in emergency. Aw. We joked about the ultrasound and shared some other laughs. I never had a great opportunity to ask you out. Me, a tall male, handsome, and my name starts with J. Oh. You, a petite female, beautiful, and your name starts with M. If you think this could be a match, please respond with the ultrasound joke. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's very, what's very an ultra, specific. What, what's an ultrasound joke? I don't know. Come on, quit jokes. Let's go. I don't, I don't. Ultrasound joke. What could, what could it be? It could, could have it been be? a joke about an ultrasound. I know. I what, what, what would an ultrasound joke be? I have no idea. I've never done an ultrasound joke before. <laughs> Normally, ultrasounds are not funny. <laughs> There's got to be a joke. I'm, I'm, I'm. Find a, find an ultrasound okay. joke. I really want to know what it is. <laughs> not because I want to mess the mess uh-huh. mess with this guy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's definitely not why I want to know what the ultrasound joke is. There's got to be one. I mean, there are multiple. All right, give us one. Uh, is it clean? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, it's funny. Okay. All right, go. The doctor says to this patient, it looks like you are pregnant. The man says, what? I'm a man. The doctor said, I said it looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, this guy says he's... Very hot and handsome. So uh, maybe it's not an ultrasound joke, but that was yeah, funny. That's kind of funny. <laughs> All right, here's another post on uh, Misconnections. Dave Matthews Band concert, February 11th. Okay. You adjusted my collar and we started talking. I drunkenly told you how beautiful you were Aww. and how I wish you weren't married. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you thanked me for not being creepy. Still, I remember your smile. I hope what I said made your night. Hit me up. She's married, sir. You acknowledged it. Shame on you. I cannot stand by that one. Text of the 602. Here's an ultrasound joke. I think it's a gerbil. I don't know. Is that funny? <laughs> That's what I'll have to explain to you off air. I'm not about to. Come on, Cheyenne. No, I Let's get you uncomfortable. Let's do no, it. it's not about right me now? being uncomfortable. Oh, okay. so that's not appropriate. <laughs> Okay, you tell me off that. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, grandpa's the title on this post. You, a very old grandpa at the grocery store. Me, a shy gal. You complimented my little toes and skirt. I was shy and just said thank you. I was in a hurry for work. I think you wanted to try and give me your phone number or something uh, like that, but I left. I hope you read this. <laughs> Her little toes. I can't. Her skirt. <laughs> The very old grandpa. <laughs> Maybe he's only like 60 years old. And this gal's like in her 20s. Probably. <laughs> like very old grandpa. Very old man. All right, here's the one titled Cheyenne. Okay. We talked a while ago, and I would like to get back in touch with you again. Your name is Cheyenne, and you work in... Shut up. Upholstery. Okay, then. I was like, that's. there's no way. There's literally no way. <laughs> you definitely don't work in upholstery. <laughs> That's Misconnections. We'll do it again next week. Well, it was down some street we couldn't even pronounce. We were stuck in the middle. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, yesterday, we were uh, talking about how the People's Court was canceled. Going away, along with Judge Mathis. But the People's Court, you know, I mean, it's just so nostalgic for me. I remember watching it with my parents when I was a kid uh, with Judge Wapner. And then when he retired... 
Judge Mil- uh, Marilyn Millian took over. And I don't know if COVID, I mean, obviously these court cases when, when COVID hit, they really had to kind of figure it out. Yeah. Right. And maybe the, the way that the people's court went about it, lost some viewership. I don't know. For whatever reason, ratings are not there and uh, they are canceling the people's court, which is crazy to me. But that said, we were kind of talking about these court TV shows. You got Judge Judy, there's Divorce Court. There's all sorts of them out there. Oh, yeah. And they're they're pretty entertaining. And we asked if anybody has ever been on one of these judge shows. You know, what? what is that experience like to be uh, on court on TV? And after our discussion yesterday, we're getting a lot of text messages and uh, emails and stuff like that. So uh, Sarah is one of those that reached out. And Sarah, you're going to be on a, a new court show called Tribunal. And, and I guess you said it. The judge is Judge Judy's son. Sarah is going to be on the... Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to set it up, and I, of course, I messed it up. Uh, let me, said, let me do it, it again. <laughs> let me just hit play. And this is Sarah in Phoenix and her uh, time in court. All right. Sarah is going to be on the uh, the new show called Tribunal. I guess uh, what you said is Judge Judy's son that is on this panel? Yeah, that's correct. Judge Judy's son and two other judges. Okay, so now... What made you, first of all, what made you go on this show and not like a Judge Judy or another Judge show? So, like, I never thought about going on a courtroom TV show and I got a call. I thought it was a spam call, but I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll entertain it. So I answered and they said, we found your court case. It's um, public record. Would you like to be on this TV show? We see that you're getting sued. If you do go, if they go through and get to sue you, you won't, you won't have to pay a dime. Oh, they, they tracked you down through yeah. court records? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I always they thought go you... and they look for court cases, and I guess they just cold call people and see who takes the date. Oh, have you been called? Yet? Have you ever been called, Cheyenne? No. All the oh wow. But so, I... like, if you if so they if they sue you and you lose, you don't have to pay. No, you don't have to pay, and you actually get paid a small amount of money. I mean, it's just a few hundred dollars, but they usually pay for your travel expenses as well. So, I mean, you just really get an experience out of it, all in all. So, all right. what's the point of going to court then? Well, no, yeah. So, so it's entertainment, but I mean, you agree that the ruling is final. That's put down, right? Yeah, yeah. You agree that it's an arbitration, and they can never come for you again, and you can never like sue them. Uh, so, what the agreement? So, the perk here would be a free vacation, well, free trip, right? <laughs> and then, like, if you lose, you don't have to pay out of pocket. Yeah. So that's the perk. I guess that would be the perk. Yeah. 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 You don't have to pay a dime to the person that is like attempting to sue you. Yeah. Um, you may. Outfit and you get your 15 seconds of fame. So yeah, <laughs> all right. So your your 15 seconds of fame has yet to come. What do you know when it's coming? Um, so I was told 2024 it'll be streaming on Amazon. Okay. Uh, it's definitely going to be something. I mean, it's it's different. Like I said, there's three judges, so I would recommend yeah. when that airs. That's uh, interesting. So do they put you like in different hotel rooms and stuff like that, or different hotels, like so you don't accidentally cross paths and stuff? Thank you. Uh, everything's got to be separate. Um, they COVID test you. You've got to be separate from the defendants and the plaintiffs. Everything is separate. You don't actually see each other until you go into the courtroom. But apparently oh. they said that people make a living off courtroom TV. So you have to find an agreement <laughs> that you won't go on another for a year. And yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Wow. That's experience. crazy. Well, Sarah, thanks yeah. for sharing that with us. Yeah. Now you can't, you can't talk much about the case, right? No. Yeah. Cause it's on I TV. Can't. Can you tell us if yeah, you won or not? No, it's a spoiler. No, 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 no. no she, she asked if you could say whether you won or lost, but that's a, that's a spoiler. It's like telling the end of the movie. 
I don't litigate until, yeah. Alright, Sarah, best of luck with that court case that's already been done and recorded. We just have a CD yet. Hope you win. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks Take right. care. Sarah, you too. Thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, bye-bye. It kind of blows my mind, though, that, um, like, they seek you out yeah. for court cases. Normally, with reality TV, you got to go to a website and fill out an application to submit a video and stuff. But not this way. This is this is interesting. Could you imagine having that job to just, like, scour across the nation of, like, weird lawsuits? And I'm sure they have a cap on dollar amount, too, right? Because, I mean, if if they're paying the loser in this court case what they owe the other person uh-huh. that's coming out of their budget with yeah. that, you know, and they're flying people in they put up at a hotel and, and giving them a stipend or, or whatever. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure it's capped at around a couple thousand dollars per court case. Yeah. It's got, that's gotta know? be why you don't see larger settlements. Yeah. Like it's gotta be why. Like somebody on judge Judy getting a million dollar settlement. Yeah. Cause well, then okay. it would come out of the budget. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. All right. Thanks for that story. Uh, Sarah. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.